Hello. Um, welcome to Point of View for the preview of Super Bowl 55. And the name of the game is defense. Now, the offense sells the tickets. They sell the jerseys. They sell. They bring in the big merchandise. People are paying to see Pat Mahomes. But defense, my friend, wins the ball game. Agreed. All right. So, down to it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Road Warrior, um, 43-year-old Tom Brady, the ageless wonder. Um, probably the second most amazing thing I've seen a 40-year-old do on an athletic field behind Tiger Woods coming back and winning the Masters after all his back surgeries. Um, they beat Washington. Everybody expected that. They mm. beats two first ballot Hall of Famers on the road. What are your thoughts? Uh, no, it's incredible. You, you can pick apart Tom Brady's second half against Green Bay. Um, but to me, that game was more or less he gave Rodgers three turnovers and he couldn't turn into everything. So that's not Brady. But that first half he had against Tampa – or sorry, against Green Bay in the uh, NFC, NFC Championship game was maybe his best first half of football of his entire career. Uh, did some nice things against um, Washington. Uh, not amazing, but didn't need to be. And then was was pretty darn good against New Orleans, but uh, the defense has come up big in all these games for for Tampa. And I, I wouldn't say it's the only reason they're there, but it certainly has contributed in why they've been so good. But again, Tom Brady throwing forty tubs this season at forty three years old. Um, there's very few moments in sports, at least in American sports, that you know, so, you know kind of uh, it seems perfect. It's a perfectious uh, moment, and uh, this season it's been revenge tour for Tom Brady, and he's yeah delivered more so than a lot of people thought. Yeah, not only revenge work for Tom Brady, but let's look at these career renaissances, and maybe you can, like, we'll name off some players, and you'll tell me what that work. Antonio Brown left for dead. Um, people thought he had to be, you know, a terrible teammate that he couldn't play anymore, that he was just a distraction in the locker room. He comes on. He will be starting on Sunday. And not only did he come on, I think he had over 500 yards in less than half a season, um, was a great threat for Tom Brady. Um, what do you make of him? Uh, okay. Comeback. I think I think it works with Tom Brady. I think under other circumstances, um, it probably doesn't look like this, um, but Tom Brady has really helped him out since uh, being back um, from basically retirement. Um, again, I'm not a big fan of Antonio Brown's, you know, extracurricular activities and just the way he acts on the field sometimes. Um, but I think Tom Brady, him being there helps Brown mature. Now, would I classify Antonio Brown as a mature person? I definitely wouldn't. Um just because you saw the video of him after he got cut by the Raiders celebrating like a child. But um, I think Tom Brady has eliminated those characteristics of Antonio Brown that can drive a team into sort of misery. Um, so as, as crazy as it sounds, I think when I think of how well he's d done, I think that's more on Tom Brady than it is even on Antonio Brown. Because remember, there was a game where he threw – I don't know, 10, uh, you know, like running back passes to Antonio Brown so he could collect his bonus and stuff like that. So it's he's done really well this season. He, no one's ever second-guessed his talent um, and what he can do at that position. I think it's well-documented. Only Julio really stacks up over the last decade. Um, and 
if he is able to keep himself clean and keep himself uh, in a, in sort of not letting the monsters out, as you would say, I, I think he can, I guess, um, legitimize a Hall of Fame career beyond it because he wasn't going to get into Hall of Fame with the Pittsburgh dealer work because of because of all the other stuff. Not that he couldn't play, but I think he's. I don't know. I, he's a he's a wild card, but I think for him to be able to, to stay well behaved this entire time um, just shows uh, Tom Brady's impact on uh, somebody who's a little crazy. And by the way, he's outside of Randy Moss, he's probably the best receiver I've seen in my lifetime. So the dude can absolutely play and flat out bowl. Um, another one for you that's come on, older guy made a big impact. How about? Uh, and maybe you'd probably agree with this. Would you say taking that one year off or the so-called retirement for Rob Gronkowski was the best thing he ever did in order to get himself healthy and continue his football career? Yeah. Um, and the thing about Rob is I think that he he came back and he's been you know really good this year. It's just still weird look seeing him in a Buccaneers uniform, but that is what it is. Because remember, he was almost traded to the Lions. And then he, he said he was going to retire, so they didn't do the trade. Um, and then he came back and played with the Patriots. He's, he's just a humorous uh, character, but um, no, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. Um, he's, been, he's been great, and I think he would have been fine not coming back. Um, but when, when, when he got a call from Brady, I think he, he had that drive to go back and do it again with, with his quarterback. Um, but again, I think Rob would have been fine either way, but it's definitely interesting to see how good he is uh, – been with this Tampa team and trying to collect yet another ring to, I think, his uh, collection of three. Um, so that, it's good. It's going to be special regardless of the result. Just getting to another Super Bowl is just crazy, those two. And finally, one more question that they brought back, and then we'll talk about the young guys coming on the team. A guy that tormented Tom Brady with the New York Giants, JPP. Where is this resurgence come from? Yeah, I, I, I don't have a clue, um, but it's been it's been really fun to watch and and see sort of the, not just him, but just a lot of these like what you would call castaways being able to perform. Um, another one I think of is Sue, who, uh, yeah, he played for the Rams during the year they won the Super Bowl, but um, yeah, no, still for years no one wanted to touch him. And Tampa just took a chance on everybody, and it's it certainly worked out because they're sitting in the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, okay, so you got Devin White, obviously, um, in that linebacking core. With Devin White, you know, um, first-round pick at our 2019 LSU All-Pro team, okay? You got Levante David, once again, um, 31 years old, been doing it for a while. Um what do you th- make of our linebacking core? What kind of trouble do you think they're going to give the Chiefs on Sunday? Oh, they're going to give they're going to give the Chiefs everything they got. Uh, I really think they have some special players on defense. Um, look, Tom Brady in this offense is doesn't have a defense to back them up. They're not in this game, so they have to understand that that is that is part of the things you can attack with against, especially against Patrick Mahomes. He's special. He can do practically anything. But the last six, seven weeks of the season for the Chiefs and even at different points during the playoffs uh, haven't been the most amazing thing you've ever seen. So they are, they are not aliens. 
if there was 11 Patrick Mahomes, then maybe there's something different. But and they have their offense is incredible and stuff. But I think that the linebacker core can at least uh, disrupt what uh, Patrick and the, the Chiefs will try to do. Um, and but this is the crazy thing. If it comes down down to it, um, who would who do you? Look good. Um, I mean, James Winston since the cartoon passing interception number. Um, you know, I think Mike Evans is a massive part about that. Uh, what do you think? Right and player. So just an I can but I can pick any position, anybody on the it doesn't have to be uh offense, right? Or are you saying offensively? Anybody. Um I'm gonna surprise you. I'm gonna say the the tackle, um Wurtz. Look, people say that okay, there's two great offenses. The defense is off uh, will will define the winning the game or losing the game. But if Tom Brady is protected and the Chiefs can't get to him, can't disrupt him, can't get their hands on him, that's going to be the biggest key for the whole game. Again, Wurtz will not win the Super Bowl MVP if they go down and win this. But I think you can look back in, on the game if they, if they pull this off. And if, they, if no one touches Tom Brady, the Bucs will win the Super Bowl. And I think that's why I put so much stake into the offensive line protecting him. If he's protected – Look, Mike Evans, we know what he's going to do. He's incredible. He's, you know, he's just a beast. You know what I mean? Uh, you can also look at some of the, the the unsung heroes. I could also look at is uh, Tyler Johnson, my my old pal from the University of Minnesota. Um, and then there's obviously on defense, you have the safety. Uh, Winfield Jr. from also the University of Minnesota. Just had to mention that. And they have they have weapons on offense. They have a good defense. But I think it's going to come down to protecting Tom Brady. So I'm going to actually put my sort of stake in the um, the Tampa Bay's first round pick this year. All right. Um, this is going to be a long-winded answer for you because I know how you feel about this guy. How much credit do you honestly give Bruce Arians? Um. I mean, you have to give him some credit because he's you can't not anyone can just coach out there. And there's been some moments where Bruce Arians has come up big in the coaching stance. Um, but this is all Tom Brady, I think. Uh, not all Tom Brady, but mostly Tom Brady with Jameis Winston. This team was seven and nine, and then he comes in Tom Brady, and now. What were they, 11 to 5 there in the Super Bowl? So I, I think that tells the biggest difference. Um, I think um, Arians is a good coach. I think he did well with the Cardinals, at least initially, getting them into situations and stuff like that. And um, he's been decent over his career. He's not historically great or anything like that. He's not the most incredible coach in the world, obviously, but um, he's he deserves some credit. But most of the credit that I I'm looking at has to do with Tom Brady because you take out Jameis Winston in comes Tom Brady and you're in the Super Bowl. So I think that kind of tells the entire thing about what's going on with this Tampa, Tampa Bay team. And obviously Tom going there attracted other people to go there. So they've become sort of a 
a, a much bigger team, not just because of Tom's play, but Tom being there in itself allowed certain players to be there that wouldn't be there. Because if Tom Brady is not there, Gronk is still retired, for example. They don't get some of these free agents that they ended up getting and things like that. So I think Tom Brady deserves the most credit. But I don't think it's fair to say that Arians deserves none. He just deserves a very small portion of the pie, maybe like 15%, but the rest of it's Tom Brady for me. Oh, I agree with that. Um, With Brady, by the way, does this Super Bowl, like for his legacy, does this Super Bowl mean anything? Like he could go, like, for example, would it hurt his legacy if they go out there and they get blown out 54 to zero? Or is it, <laughs> and I, I'm not joking about that. Or is it like, does this just like absolutely mean nothing? Obviously it's a, uh, obviously it's a Super Bowl, but when he have the amount of rings he does, is, is it like a big deal for the legacy or does it kind of mean nothing? That means absolutely nothing. He could lose his next three Super Bowls and it still wouldn't matter. Um, I talked to um, a couple – I did a podcast with a couple friends of mine early, earlier in the year, um, I think about midseason, and when I – and I was hosting this week, so I was I, – I posed the question whether or not the, the, the result of the season for Tom Brady's Super Bowl or not Super Bowl would change anything. And, again, I'm only bringing this up because that's, those are two other perspectives. And all three of us were in complete agreement that, no, it makes no difference if he loses the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl. He was the GOAT a long time ago. People started saying it more publicly at four rings. I think he was the GOAT at three rings. So, I mean, for to at least a certain extent. So the, so the rings don't mean anything because he's already – he has the rings, he has the legacy, he has the, the individual success. So it doesn't matter if he wins the Super Bowl or loses the Super Bowl. If Tom Brady missed the playoffs, it wouldn't make a difference. He is the GOAT. And as far as the GOAT conversation is – um, you know, just like just like it is in, in the other football with Messi, Messi and Brady's gap between themselves and the next person in the GOAT conversation isn't close. So, for example, Brady can would lose a Super Bowl and, you know, Messi doesn't have to win another title and they, they still would be the GOAT because it's overwhelmingly those two like those two and the gap between themselves and then the guy who you would consider the second best ever is not even a little close. So. Because of that, the losing Super Bowls or losing a Super Bowl uh, on Sunday doesn't make a whole lot of difference for Tom Brady and for his legacy because his legacy is already set. The story's already been written. So it's, it's not like losing a Super Bowl will then take, take him down an inch or make him greater than he already is. And because of the gap, even if it makes him greater, it doesn't really do much because the second best of all player ever isn't even close to where he is at this point and with another Super Bowl he'd get more but it's just such a big gap that it's hard for me to say that if he loses gets blown out that it would really make a difference on his legacy um all right fair enough um we're gonna go to legacies again and I do want to spend a little on this how much does this mean for Andy Reid's legacy um no puts him in a um in a different category if he wins another one um he uh, had been, you know, gone to five, you know, championship games and made one Super Bowl, lost one, and then Kansas City, and he went several years without winning a playoff game or at least without going to going deep, um, at least fulfilling the the team aspirations and expectations that were rested on Andy Reid to deliver. Um, he stayed there. He kept going and and won, won that Super Bowl last year, um, and. Um, 
Yeah, so so I, I think it's really big for his legacy because under in a lot of other sports, considering the lack of success that he had in the playoffs, regardless of how good he was in the regular season, Andy Reid would, would not have been able to to maintain his job as long as he did. In in other situations, even in other teams, it probably would have gone down. Um, if you know, so it's it's really hard to say how much it improves. Does it put him in the goat conversation for coaches? It might, it might not. We'll have to see how he wins the Super Bowl and and what the situation is, but. I think he's in the probably like in the second tier of goat coaches. Maybe the first. I'm 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 actually not entirely sure how you would rank it, but but he has a lot to gain from this. He wins another Super Bowl, puts him in an elite company. I feel like. Oh, I agree. Because if you win two, you're like in Joe Gibbs' company. You know, obviously Gibbs won three. You're in that multiple Super Bowl era company, and he's probably yeah. the most underappreciated coach in the last twenty years. Would you agree? Um. Yeah, I think that uh, – yeah, I think that's fair. Um, legacy for Patrick Mahomes. This is a le- – I mean, obviously he'll be back to at least 10 more Super Bowls. We both agree with that. <laughs> I mean, easily. Um, easily he'll be back to at least 10 more Super Bowls. Um, does, does this – I mean, he's going to shatter every single record in NFL history. How mm-hmm. much does this one matter? Uh, it won't matter now, but it will matter a decade from now. Um, he's going up against the GOAT. He's not going to have very many chances to beat the GOAT in the Super Bowl. If he beats the GOAT in the Super Bowl, it won't matter now because he – I know that Nick Wright is banging on that he's already the second greatest quarterback ever or whatever and some of the stuff that he says. I agree a, lot of, a lot of us I, – I, come on. I mean, I, I think he's, he's jumping – to gone a little bit. Um, he, you have to have a long, a long part of production. Is he on pace to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time? Yes, but is he already? I, I just, I'm just not going there. I, I think it's a little foolish to make that assessment right here, right now. But obviously, he's on pace to do that, and I think that's the word that we need to focus on. He's on pace to do that, but he hasn't, he hasn't achieved. Well, if he wins another one, it'll be, you know, it's going to be something you know going forward but i think that beating brady won't matter right here right now it will matter in the in the short term for the debate shows and feel for the delusional uh loud mouse all over sports media um but i would say that that will matter more so in 2030 than it will in 2021 because by that time you assume that patrick mahomes will already have a a mountain of statistics and um, and individual success and maybe even more Super Bowl success. So when Patrick is done playing, and it's hard to imagine, I mean, six is a lot of Super Bowls. It's hard, you know, it, he may not be able to get to that particular number, but if Patrick ends with four or something like that, and Tom has six, and then you, you can argue, oh, but Patrick beat Tom in the Super Bowl and one of them. So if it wasn't for Patrick, he'd have seven. And it will feed into the debate that favors Patrick in 10 years' time. In the current day, it will just be an, another story and another incredible point of view for the current incredible Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I, I think it just depends. But right now it only means, it only means so much. But down the road, it could, mean, it could mean everything, especially in this you know, debate. Oh. You know, you're going to shoot me out for this. If he wins Sunday, he's already surpassed Peyton Manning. 
Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. No, not- He's only played, what, four years? Come on. That, you're going too far now. <laughs> okay, explain why. Peyton Manning only won one legitimate Super Bowl. The other one, the defense carried Trump. Okay, that's fair, and I understand that. But Pat, and I know me, I get that. But he's (laughs) all I'm saying is, yeah, he's only played an X amount of games, or sorry, years or whatever. Peyton Manning, the eye test tells you he's the greatest of all time. So, so if you, oh, if you want to talk about who's a better playoff quarterback, sure, Patrick Mahomes. If you even want to argue in a couple years from now that he's better than. Uh, then, uh, you know, just more talented than Peyton Manning, that's fine. But if rings did not matter, the pay, the GOAT discussion would be between Peyton and, and, and Marino. If you're going to be the GOAT, you have to at least have some uh, cognitive uh, thing in both of those categories. And sure, Patrick can get there, but just because he, he you know, won those Super Bowls, and even though he'd be a better playoff quarterback, that doesn't all, already catapult him to second-best quarterback ever. Um, is he better than Aaron Rodgers right now, in your opinion? <laughs> right now, he's better. Not historically, though. Historically, they're very similar. Um, if he wins, but, but if he wins, man, then you have a conversation. I'm not going there yet because – these are probably the two most talented quarterbacks ever, um, but I think if he wins, if he wins w- another one, and then goes to a third, then unfortunately for Packer fans, that might be it. Be just because I, the thing is, I want to see five years of, of football before I even entertain goat conversation with someone that's this young. Um, so I think, um, but I think that's that's the way it should go for all sports, um, just to a certain extent. Um, but I think he certainly has has an argument against Aaron Rodgers, even you know even after this season. But um, again, it's it's hard to gauge because a lot of it could be down to circumstances. But then you could say Brady's might be down to circumstance too. So it's it's really hard to, to sort of gauge this conversation because if if a team with a with all sorts of problems drafts Patrick Mahomes instead of the Chiefs then this the, the complexion of this storyline is different. But then again, he might be that good where he could catapult that. So it's – I don't know, man. I think for a lot of people, it will it will come down to what he can do when uh, when his team isn't by far the most loaded in the whole league. But it's – it's it, you definitely have an argument against Aaron Rodgers, uh, even, if, even if I won't make it until he's played, you know, whatever, five years. Yeah, but – it, like you said, it comes in circumstance. And you, we could both argue he'd have three Super Bowls already if the Bears drafted him because of that monster defense. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have Andy Reid, you wouldn't have Tyreek Hill, you wouldn't have Travis Kelsey. So offensively, he may not have done the same because of that at that time the Bears' offensive line was was really bad, and they didn't have that many weapons on offense. So he could have won. So yes, if he, the Bears draft him, he wins Super Bowls. But in under those circumstances, he may not have been the reason why they won the Super no, Bowl. Do you get what I'm saying? So it, yeah. So I'm not saying I'm right or you're wrong. I'm just saying you have to look at every sort of calculated moment of this because yes, Patrick Mahomes is gonna. He's on pace to be the goat, but. Because he's the most, he's incredibly talented. He's got a, but he also has Andrew Reid and all these weapons. If if he got drafted to the Raiders <laughs> or something like that, um, oh god, no! Never mind. I mean? You're giving so me a heart check as a Chiefs fan. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, did that did that picture just float up over your head because it didn't mind? My bad. I meant to I meant to think of the Bengals, whatever, something like that. Um, but again, individual talent can overpower that. Joey Burrow went to Cincinnati, and that was a fun team to watch, and he was fantastic. So I don't know. It's I just have a really hard time because unlike some of the other sports where we talk about goats, it's not as cut and dry. Not not the the goat, but people in the conversation. Because a lot of football is it's, – it's down to circumstance because you have a, a specific team, this, that, and the other thing. And then you have two sides of the ball. You have coaches. You have coordinators. You have all these other ingredients where in some sports you just give LeBron the ball and you give Messi the ball, and it's clear these guys are the next ones up. And it's obvious for, for me offensively that Patrick is the next one up. But, again, there's so many other ingredients that go into all of this that it's for some people it's going to take something you know like overpowering some you know something else like for like lebron bringing that Cavs team to the final like um you know messi leading uh barcelona to a to a title after a really weak barcelona team so there's so with patrick <laughs> there's just more stuff that goes into it and i don't blame anybody and yeah I, I, I'm going to be there with you in the end. He'll probably end up as the GOAT, although it's hard to imagine someone other than Tom Brady. But um, it's just there's so many other things that go into it. So you don't know the story you're actually going to see under other circumstances, which is why it's down to circumstances. Same thing can be said about Tom Brady. If Tom Brady is not picked 199 by the Patriots, he's still a Hall of Famer. He's still all-time great. But is he the GOAT? Probably not because – the coaching that he got with Belichick and the team he was with also I, contributed I to that. And again, you could look and even, go ahead. You're Sorry, even I'm just with Tom Brady, here. if Adam Vinatieri misses that kick at Super Bowl 36 and Kurt Warner gets the ball in overtime and drives down, the Patriots may go with Drew Bledsoe the next year because Tom Brady didn't get the job done. Yeah, and then what if Drew Bledsoe doesn't get injured exactly. week two of that season? You get what I'm saying? So there's so many different things you could say, argue for Brady, against Brady, for Mahomes, and against Mahomes. They're always going to be that 2% of people, uh, and these people probably are, are, make, are trying to look for this because they're fans of a different quarterback who's similar, like Aaron Rodgers or, or someone like that. So they're going to they're gonna want to see them do something uh, to catapult it above it. There's this clown on TV that often – that doesn't – Believe he believes Patrick is great, but he doesn't believe it's as great as as other, based on the fact that he has a great offense. So it's going to be impossible to satisfy everyone, but it all comes down to storylines and how you evaluate it when it's done. That's why I'm not I'm not willing to go there yet because I want to see a couple more years before I say okay, Patrick Mahomes is now you know in that territory because I I just I don't want to do it too prematurely because. It's interesting sometimes when you crown someone so prematurely, they're unable to fulfill it. And we'll just have to see what happens when – I don't know how long Reed is going to coach, but um, just just going forward, this is going to be interesting to see what's going to end up with this Chiefs team because this team is going to run the table for a while. But when they become not the most dominant team in the league, can Patrick still take them to the next step or whatever? So I don't know. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong here. But I'm just not ready to go there yet in terms of uh, knocking off greats for a whatever what's going to be a fourth gear quarterback next year. Well, I've always said this: baseball is the only sport where I can truly say that there's a definitive goat because 
You can't do anything unless you have a good team around you because you can only do it as an individual. Um, I, yeah, I would say that for like uh, individual sports, um, like they like stuff like that. But, you know, there, there's obviously certain players that that is should be more or less undisputed, but it's not. But it is basically undisputed for baseball, golf, and gymnastics. So. Because there's no debate in those communities. It doesn't yeah. seem like that. Well, least. it still is. But, I mean, let's be honest. Hank Aaron's the GOAT. Yeah. I, I can only speak for um, for gymnastics. Because that's, I mean, and that because I know that community. Because one of my, uh, you know, one of the women from my country is in that community. No, no one really entertains that there's even a conversation. And I, I imagine it's somewhat like that in, in baseball and in golf to a certain extent. But there's always going to be someone or something or people who are going to try to put someone else in that conversation. But in those three sports, I think more or less, I'll even, you know, the thing is, Messi, you can make that argument too, but there's so many people that try to make others. So I'm not even going to put him in there. But those three sports, it seems like, overwhelmingly the people agree that these said people are the goat and it's harder to gauge that in in the NFL. You know what I mean? All right. Um, Talk to us about the chiefs on offense now. Oh, so explosive. So incredible. Um, If they play the way they played the first 10 weeks of the season, they're not going to be stopped. Um, Patrick Mahomes can do do a lot of things with the ball, but um, again, you you should still have some reservations about it just because Patrick Mahomes did not play well in the Super Bowl last year, at least for for three quarters. Um, Against Brady, he can't turn the ball over, and that needs to be – and he doesn't turn the ball over a lot, but in that Super Bowl, he turned it over twice against a a very good defense like the Bucs is. So um, if he keeps – if he gets protected and has time to throw, they're going to put up points. Um, I understand the argument of of the Bucks winning, and I might even you know go go in that direction. But but I'll say I'll say this though: I think that um that on offense on paper the game's not won on paper, but they have all the psycho the the advantages at least in terms of personnel. But again, the Bucks offense is pretty prolific as well, so it's it's going to be a coin flip. But I think offensively. Uh, it's advantage Kansas City just because you have that quarterback. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Travis Kelsey. You have Andy Reid. It's it's going to be a lot of explosion on offense um, if Patrick can play like he did the you know the the majority of the season up until the last couple of weeks into the playoffs. Um, so he's been good the last couple of weeks, but not to the same extent. Um, if if they, if he if they have the form that they played through the first ten weeks, you know they should they should win this easily. But um, Again, you're going against Brady, so it's always going to be tough. But on offense, it's definitely the it's Kansas City has the advantage. Where would this Chiefs team rank in the terms of all time greats if they go back to back? Um, uh, it's hard. A uh, top five, top ten, definitely in the top ten. Um, but I'll say right now, top ten. Um. This dynasty isn't over yet if they win another one. So you have to see the whole – so before – Okay. No, there's no dynasty dynasty until they win back until they win another one. And I hope these players don't get their head out of their ass and realize that – because I remember Super Bowl 36, the greatest show on turf, all those players kept doing it. My dad told me, especially Ricky Prohl, they even said before the game the dynasty begins tonight. They better not be thinking about that against Tom Brady. Oh, God, that – 
that would be all that Brady needs. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I think that um, – so not Dynasty yet. Okay, so let me put it this way. If they win back-to-back, then there's an opportunity for them to win more. So before you can truly evaluate what they have done, you'd have to see how long this train goes. Because if they rip off four in a row or something, then it's you know then it's, it changes the conversation completely. If you're just talking about the first, those two years, then it does it's not going to rank as high as it, it might go like long term. So I, I think it's hard. It's going to be hard to gauge off two Super Bowls. But it will if they pull us off. Historically, it's top ten, but they can go higher than that if they win another one after. Uh, after Sunday or after – or if they win Sunday, that's yeah, thing. I don't know. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, it, if they win, you know me being a man. I mean, people don't realize – I have a Chiefs tattoo. Like, they're on my skin forever and ever for for life till I'm in the grave till I'm warm food. Okay? Yeah. If they win this one – the second one's always going to be like when I shrug my shoulders. I'm going to want more and more and more. Like this one for me, and as crazy as it sounds, this one, if they win, because I think if they win this year, then they'll probably win another one down the road. This one would probably be the most meaningless Super Bowl I've seen in my life. And my team would have won the Super Bowl, if that makes any sense. Because it's like, okay, this one, if they win the Sunday, it's going to be great. Now what? You know? It's like you did it back to back. Show me you can do it for the third time. Yeah, I I don't think that we can compare this team to all time greats unless they win three in six years. Is that fair? Yeah. Has any team gone three in a row in the Super Bowl era? Not talking about the Packers and Bears winning their one hundred thousand Steelers. They won four in six days. years in the seventies. No, but they didn't but four go three six straight. Years is still impressive. Yeah. Oh, I know, it's unbelievably impressive. But if they want another one, the expectation is going to be let's go get three. Um, and there's teams that are, there's teams out there that aren't ready yet that will be more ready next season when they upgrade and, and this that or the other thing. So it's going to be it's going to be increasingly yeah, more I don't difficult think they get back to the Super Bowl next year. By the way, I think yeah, I, I think either. Buffalo does. I think yeah, but Buffalo is just one player away from doing it. I feel like, or a All couple. Right. Um, well, let's get into the game then. How do you see this playing out? Um, everything is telling me to pick Kansas City, but <laughs> man, I would like Kansas City to win. Actually, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to. I actually don't mind either way because even though I am one of the first people. I'm going to say, I was like, what, like literally maybe the first or second person to, to see Patrick Mahomes as MVP. So I have, I have, I have an, a connection with Patrick Mahomes, but now that I've sort of foreseen what happened and now he's, he's balling, I'm no longer as invested as I was at the beginning because he's already, he's already done what I proclaimed that he would do in his first, you know, couple of years. Um, so I'd like, I like the chiefs. Um, obviously I also want to win because you and Dane and people like that, um, and that, but also, um, getting to see Tom Brady win another one is interesting to me. Also, not that it makes a difference, but getting that upper hand against Belichick, at least in that sense. Um, so I, I don't have a really preference between the two. Um, and the Chiefs have everything it takes 
But uh, Tom Brady, just, you know, you just can't – I just don't feel comfortable betting against him. Um, he's one of the only people in sports you just don't bet against. And um, I would say that the, the Patriots – or not the Patriots, sorry. <laughs> the Buccaneers will win this 31-28. to 28. Uh, I think it will be close late. But I think mean, Tom Brady has made his career off game-winning drives in the fourth quarter. And I, I assume – I think that's probably going to happen, unfortunately, uh, for Kansas City and stuff like that. But I, I have a hard time picking Kansas City because I don't, I don't want to bet against Tom Brady because he – yes, he's, he's lost a couple. But um, it, was, it was to a team that had his back or had his number for, for a number of years with the Giants uh, to miracle wins over, over uh, Tom's Patriots at the time. And then the uh, – you know – and that was a that Philadelphia was team. That was just, there was just, that was loaded. So it's hard. Out, like, and you look at even games that have not gone well, he's brought them back. And Tom Brady's made his career out about winning these games. And I just, I just can't bet against them. So unfortunately, I'm going to go with the Bucks to win 31 right, to 28. Uh, I will not make a prediction um, because I'm a huge fan. And I. <laughs> I think no, I, yeah, the I get only that. way it's it's fair. Um, obviously, I hope my team wins. I hope they win twenty to seventeen on a game winning field goal with as time expires. Hint, hint. Um, but you know, I mean, I just hope it's a good game this year. Um, last year, they didn't even... I don't, I don't, I don't want to see the Patriots Bram Super Bowl again. That was boring. They should have gave the MVP to a puncher. Honestly, yeah, I agree. And honestly, this year, I'm at the point where I'm like, hey. I'm watching. Remember last year, I freaked out. <laughs> well, this year I'm going into this game so relaxed because I've seen yeah. my team win the Super Bowl. I won the lucky team that seen their team win the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, it's on wheel. Yeah. He wins it. Um, and it wasn't a fluke, you know. Obviously, as we see now. Um. Yeah. Man, this is this is going to be tough. Um. So if. All right, so we'll we'll go through it. Um, and now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Drum roll. Ryan, surprise segment. NFL Awards. All right, let's go. Show. Now I'm going to ask Elliot. Um, <laughs> I know we did this, but now that the playoffs have ended, I'm going to do our playoff award show. So who's your – All right. Yeah, so who's your – So just and playoffs? Obviously, you made it to – so if you made it to the Super Bowl – you're obviously up for the award, obviously. Whether you wonder, like, Andy Reid or Bruce Arians could get blown out. It wouldn't matter if they took their team to the Super Bowl. You know, um, it's, it's just one game. You can't see what happens. So who's your coach of the playoffs so far? Um, That's so hard, man. Um. I would say Stefanski, but he wasn't there for the first game. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, so, I guess uh, I'm going to say Andy Reid just because it makes the most sense. Um, he's got them back to the Super Bowl, plus, uh, despite the fact that they may not have – I mean, they've been good, but they haven't been dominantly good like the way they were at the beginning of the season. Um, so, he got them back to the Super Bowl with a, with a, with a good chance to win another right. one. So, I'm going to say Andy Reid. MVP of the playoffs. Um, 
Oh, God. <laughs> I really want to – I kind of want to say something, but I, I, I don't – they didn't play that well second game, so I'm not going to do it. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say Tom Brady. Uh, maybe statistic, statistically it may not be incredible. He had some low moments. Um, but he's 42 years old, and he just took a, a, the Suckineers all the way to the Super Bowl. That's hard to ignore. The second half against the Packers was historically bad. But if you take that half of football away, he's been pretty perfect all the way through. Who, uh, who impressed you the most this playoffs that didn't make the Super Bowl? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, I, I get that the Steelers were, were giving all the fighter fuel to um, – to the, the the Browns before their playoff game, he was excellent. I get again. I don't think the Browns win. Uh, they have to can't if, if if Baker is throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game, they can't. They're not going to end up winning game, uh, winning the Super Bowl, or getting far in the playoffs just because uh, Baker has his, his limitations. But through the two games he played, and I understand he missed a couple throws in the in the Kansas City game, he nearly beat the Chiefs. Um, so out of those first two playoff games, I was really impressed with, right. with how he performed. All right. So who, who, who didn't make the Super Bowl? What is your, who are the teams in the NFC and AFC that didn't make the Super Bowl that have the best chance to make it next year? Uh, Buffalo, I think is a really good chance to make the Super Bowl. Um, they just are one or two. Uh, pieces away, um, and I, I really think they can do something um, with that team. Josh Allen was who was it, he, he? He should be in the top three for the MVP. Um, I would have taken him second after Rodgers, but but I think that uh, they have everything. They just need a few more pieces. Draft draft well, do well in free agency, get some people to come play with with Allen and Diggs and in with Bills Mafia and. I'm not making a prediction yet because I, I don't know what happens with the draft and Deshaun Watson and all these other things. But but barring that they make the right decisions, I, they're probably going to be my pick to win it next year. Um, yeah. And that's – sorry, that's the AFC, right? The the the, the division with Arizona, yeah. Seattle, and people like that, that's the NFC, right? I think the Rams have a shot at getting back now that they – they have Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford may not be the best quarterback in the world or anything like that. He's he's very good. Um, I think long term the Lions are going to end up winning that trade. But but the the thing is, when you get the quarterback that you want in the building, so Goff and McVay are obviously had an issue. Um, they he made a decision at some point that he didn't want, um, you know, <laughs> didn't want Goff in there, there anymore. He gets rid of Goff. He has a slight upgrade with Stafford, and it's already a really deep team. So I actually think next year, if I mean, I'm not making a, an overall prediction, but I think there's a good chance that it's the Rams and the um, Bills in the Super Bowl next year. But again, it just depends on everything else. I don't know where Deshaun Watson lands, and that's why I'm hesitating on my conviction with these picks, just because I think that that's going to dictate a lot of things. Because if he goes to a specific team, it will make you know said team more, um, you know. You get what I'm saying. So those would be those be the two teams that I'm looking at next year. Um, and Tampa will be back. Green Bay will be back. Seattle, I, as much as I love Russell Wilson, 
they have, I think they have too many issues to, to put themselves in that position. But, but I think a lot of the ones that we saw this, this year will be back for another run next year. But, um, at the Rams, the Rams and, um, and the, the Bills are the ones I'm, I'm All looking right, at so at the moment. I know this is a Super Bowl show, but we get to have fun with this. If the, if the Matt Stafford thing is not yeah, let's go. in the first five games, how hot is Sean McVay's seat? Because he specifically ran Jared Jer- Goff out of town, who was a number one overall pick, who they gave up, gave up uh, I think, like three first-rounders uh, to get. So if it does not work out and they start off, start off and they stink and Stafford's throwing interception, um, is McVay's seat <laughs> Oh yeah, super. Look, he he'll probably be fired to be honest if they don't make the playoffs next year or something like that happens, or Matt Stafford's just terrible. Um, actually, no. If they make the playoffs, even if he's terrible, it's fine. If they miss the playoffs with with Stafford in town and things like that, then he's done. But McVay will get another job. I mean, it's not the it doesn't come down because say what you want about whatever. Um, Shanahan's probably the best young coach in the game, and I think McVay is right behind him. Um, so he's he will be whoever gets fired next year. If he's among them, teams with open jobs are going to throw. I mean, he's going to get another head coach job immediately. Um, but again, if if Stafford doesn't work out and the Rams suck, then it's it, it, it's going to fall on McVay's head because it's his idea for Matt like Stafford to come there. I mean, do you think you think it'll work out? Yeah, I like it more for Detroit, actually. Um, the, look, the Rams have a window to win the Super Bowl. Um, and I think I would just love to see Matt Stafford just rip off a Super Bowl at the expense of Detroit because I think that just would be hilarious, most hilarious thing ever after people have been trying to, to tell me that Matt Stafford's a Hall of Fame quarterback or an All-Pro or all this. And he's a very good quarterback, but he's not at the level where Lions fans propped him to be. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so I, I, but again, I, I think that long-term Detroit, cause Goff, Goff and Stafford say what you want about these two. I don't think there's a, a big gap between the two. There's a, sl- Matt has a slight advantage over Goff, but in a, in another situation, I can see Jared Goff getting, getting back and rolling. And then they all have these picks and they can use these to build a winning team. Um, and say what you want about that division. I mean, it's not very good. So the the, the Lions can make the playoffs with Goff um, in a situation where he feels better about or feel more confident, feels in a team that believes in him and all these other things. Um, so in the end, I think Detroit will win this trade just because of that and the draft picks. Um, unless if, – if, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, then Rams win the trade. But if that doesn't happen, then it's I, I feel like Detroit – Wins Detroit and last Detroit are like awful. So if, as long as Detroit are better than they are this year and they, there's signs of improvement, then I think that, that their advantage and the Rams picks are not going to be in the top 15. But I've said this all, half the half the league is undrafted. A lot of the big picks happen at the end of the first round and early second round. So they're, they're going to have the resources to do something. So I, I feel like in the long term, Detroit will win this trade. Unless the Rams go win a Super Bowl, and then it changes. That's all the time we have. Um, Enjoy the game on Sunday. All right, and uh, see you next week. Will do.